It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. Welcome in to MTCS Cougar Corner here on this Saturday morning. Glad you're along with us talking some boys basketball and maybe a few other things here. Philosophy, who knows? Jason Piercy joins us here. He is the uh, athletic director, men's basketball coach, um, all around wearing many hats at MTCS. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Brian? Doing, doing good. Doing good. Um, I, I say you wear many hats, and I guess uh, that would be – no truer statement than <laughs> you're, you're not a physician, but I guess you can play one on TV, right? That's exactly right. You just kind of this year we just got to kind of do whatever we got to do, no matter uh, whether it's coaching high school basketball or fifth and sixth grade basketball or whatever it is, running a concession stand. You just got to fill in and do this year. Is your uh, coaching record um, still <laughs> intact with that fifth and sixth grade? <laughs> yeah, it's still intact. Uh, we're getting better. Isn't that what we're supposed to say, coaches? Um, we're, we're getting better. No, I mean, they really are. It's a lot of fun, actually. I've, I've had a good time with it. Um, uh, they don't always do what you tell them to do, but neither do high school kids. So, uh, it, you know, it's fun. They, they're excited, and they, they play hard. So that's all I, you know, that's all I ask for them. So, but we're getting better. Yeah. Well, I know that, you know, this, this year, I've, I've, I've heard it said this morning a couple of times that, uh, those spring sports coaches are saying to these uh, basketball coaches, now you know what we have to go through all the time. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> with true. rescheduling and shuffling around, but um, yeah, it's, this it's is crazy. Yeah, uh, There's no question. I, mean, I know everybody's probably talking about the same thing, but it, it's, it's – um, you get used to playing after girls' games, and it even throws off your warm-ups, and you get them to come out with – you know, if it's a boys only and you, you got an hour before – you know, you go out there and shoot, go back in. It just changes your whole routine. Um, it's, it's you know, empty gyms. The atmosphere's not really there all the time. Uh, sometimes it's not too bad, but, you know, I mean, we've had a couple games where, you know, you could have thrown a handful of rocks up in the stands and not hit anybody. It's just the way it is. So uh, you have to make your own energy, and that creates different challenges. But, uh, and, uh, you know, crowd can hear everything coaches – yelling at the uh, parents' sweet babies. Sometimes you got to be careful. <laughs> you got to be careful with that. But uh, but it is what it is. I mean, you know, it, we say that a lot, but it is. And this year we just got to we just got to go. Just got to go. Got to play. Let the kids play and not worry about, you know, I think we talked about this last time. You got to keep it in perspective. You know, uh, you may be picking up. We picked up a game with Central like the afternoon before or, or that day. I can't even remember now. But – it's like, you know, you can't worry about scouting reports and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes you just got to just put the kids out there and let them play as long as they're going to allow us to, and hopefully they allow us to keep playing. Yeah, and I was going to ask you about how some of those things happen and, and you know, pop up. I, I know the Central game kind of happened really quick, and, you know, I, I guess if you've got a – I'm going to use an old term here – if you've got a, a – uh, heavy Rolodex. That means you know you got some connections out there, but um, you know everybody's just trying to do what they can do to to get games in. So it has it, it helps to have connections, I guess. 
It does. I mean, that, that game actually happened. We were coming out of quarantine, and we were going to have a day of practice before we play uh, a district game the next night. And uh, Doug, you know, Coach Wars over here just texted me and says, anybody, have you heard of anybody looking for games? So I'm like, well, yeah. We, I mean, we were already under Division Two world. It's hard to get your max number of games uh, because the, the tournaments are a week earlier. I mean, unless you want to play three and four games a week sometimes. So, um it, it, you know, we had a couple spots that we could have filled. So he called and I said, well, if you'll give me, you know, an hour to figure out if I can get referees here, we'll play. So uh, that one came came together uh, that way, just him looking for a game. And we happened to, we said, let's do it and just let the kids get out there. It's just, it's another, that's, I told him when he, when he called, I said, I said, Doug, this is something you would never do in a rate in a normal year where you've just been off for a week and a half and just said, hey, let's play a game the day we get back. I mean, it's kind of crazy. But, um, but you know, we, that's just kind of how it happens. And, you know, um, you just got to kind of fit them in, find the best date. Some of them are going to be weird. Some of them are going to be three and four days, four and five days. You know, we got three in a row right here. I mean, it it's, you know, you just, kid, kids are uh, – it may have cause us to have to have an extra nap uh, playing that many games in a row, but kids are resilient. They'll bounce back a whole lot faster than we will. Yeah, I was just thinking about that as you were um, mentioning, you you know, about, um, you know, a week and a half coming off that and then uh, going out and playing a game, how that wouldn't be something that is, is uh, maybe a, a norm, but kids, it doesn't really bother them at all, does it? No, and it's, it's crazy. We were talking about this the other day that – you know, at Christmas break, if you give five or six days, we, we like to typically give around five days. It depends on how the calendar falls and what you've got to tournament. But usually it's about five days. And on Thanksgiving's four days roughly uh, if you don't have a tournament there. So, you know, and as a coach, five days off, they come back and they're dragging. There's, you know, and it's and to take a week off, you know, it's just kind of some teams two weeks, but you just don't have a choice. I mean, and then you're coming back and, and you're you're playing with people that you never thought uh, that would be in a game in in a normal situation. But if you've got three or four kids out in quarantine because of contact tracing, you just just go with the next go with the next guy, give them experience and just play. So that's just kind of you got to keep things in perspective this year and just understand, you know, overused it is what it is, and and uh, and just just go. Is the the contact tracing? I I, I guess that's something that. You know, a kid could be contact traced several times during a during the season. Is the way I understand it. Oh my goodness! Yes, so I mean, you could get it in classroom, lunchroom. You know, um, you, you can get it now with with the uh, the the kids on the bench, the kids in the locker room, opponents. I mean, it's it's it makes it tough. So you just got to kind of do the best you can, stay healthy, wash hands, and. Do a lot of praying that the kids will be safe, and and um, you know the other other kids from other teams will be, you know, healthy, and and then just go out there and play, and and uh, just gotta be smart and just do the best you can. Well, I, I guess there within lies part of the the risk, um, because if the opponent has someone test positive, well, then you're quarantined, and yeah, and and just how all of that goes about, but. You, then you don't play if you don't play. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's risk and reward and 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 all of it. It is, it is and that's a and that's a phone call you don't want to make, and it's a phone call you don't want to get. But um, 
it's just part of it. You know, that was kind of a scenario that no one really talked about early on. If what if the opponent calls and something happened the night before or two nights before, um, and and that's happened to us, and we've had to make that call as well, and you know, um, tap to us a couple times. So, I mean, uh, I mean, what do you do? I mean, we just got to kind of go by recommendations, be safe, and try to get as many as we can in, and uh, pray they don't shut us down, and kids get to finish this season. Yeah, well, as as we look at girls and boys basketball together uh, how and how are you and hillary working all this out because i mean <laughs> two separate teams i mean it, it's almost like two different worlds even though we typically think of girls and boys basketball together yeah it is it's 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 really strange honestly because uh it takes it it takes the kind of um the feel the atmosphere way when you don't when you get into that routine of a you know jv game a girls game a boys game and and, and then it just goes JV boys and varsity boys, or you just go straight to varsity boys or, or varsity girls, whichever. It just takes a little oomph out of the night. You know, the crowd's not as big. It's it's just kind of everybody's so spread out. Things are limited. It's it's You really got to do a good job this year. You know, we talk about this with our leaders. They've got to create atmosphere. we got to have talk. we got to, you know, be into it. And the, the stuff you normally would feed off of a large crowd is just not there. And, yeah, it, it's weird. I mean, I, I'll be honest, Ron, I don't know how many games they've played. I mean, it may be three max right now, um, you know, and uh, they're going to get a couple in this tournament this weekend. And, you know, I think uh, I think we're at six, you know, but hopefully they'll catch up to us in a couple of days, a couple of months, and uh, they'll get all those made up. So, um, but, you know, it is kind of strange. It's, it's just strange. The whole year strange. Yeah. Well, um, there are some – positive things that uh, we can talk about here and you have played some games and got some things coming up here that we wanted to talk about uh, here with you so why don't we take a quick break here we'll come back and continue the conversation Jason Piercy joining us here on MTCS Cougar Corner here on this Saturday morning back in just a second Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA, 
Live your best life. Online at TOA.com. On FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. We're back here on MTCS Cougar Corner as we continue on this Saturday morning. And, uh, Coach, uh, wanted to catch up with you about the scheduling as, as, as well. I know that uh, that's that's been kind of a, a nightmare situation, but you are helping out some – uh, Division two folks and and hosting some uh, the the DCA Christmas is it the Christmas tournament that you're hosted yesterday and today? Uh, yeah, their uh, coaches and AD called me yesterday, and with some restrictions that are being placed on in Davidson, uh, Davidson County, they were not going to be able to host it, and um, it, it just it was too too restrictive, and it wasn't they just didn't feel like they could do it, so. They called looking to move it, uh, and we just said, yeah, you know, we don't know how, but we'll, we'll try it. And so we we were able to get officials, and, and once we got that, we knew that our people would step up and help us um, volunteer. It was basically a situation of either we're not going to play or we figured it out. So uh, we are kind of figuring it out as we go. we got officials here. we got teams here, fans here, and uh, concession stands open. And so we've got, you know, we're, yeah, we're hosting the DCA, Chris. It actually was originally the USN. University School of Nashville Christmas Classic, and then they haven't even started basketball yet, and so they gave it to DCA to run, and DCA calls us. So I don't know if it's called the USN DCA MTCS Classic or what, but uh, we got games going on. So everybody's really happy. I mean, you know, last minute change. This happened like at five o'clock, you know, on Thursday night um, after we got another PCA game. I found out we were able to do it. So you know. It was a last-minute change, but everybody's just happy for kids to be able to play. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned PCA in there as well, and um, is that the only district game so far for you guys? Uh, we played – after we had uh, played Central last Friday, uh, after that game we played FRA here on Saturday and uh, didn't play our best, honestly. Yeah. Uh, we had two really good quarters defensively and two not so good quarters, and uh, we struggled against them. They're they're well coached. I mean, they've been a solid program, and we've always played them tight, and we had them tight for most of the game, and just let it slip away uh, out of reach in the second half. And then uh, then we our next game has been PCA uh, Thursday. Well, um, the PCA game um, much better effort, I would think. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, it's funny. Even with an empty gym, I, I tell our coaches, uh, our kids our kids, and their kids will be ready to play. Um, you know, that's kind of one of those new rivalries. Uh, I don't know if we should call it the Battle of the Airport or what, but there, there's, got, there's a name out there we can market that we're not, we're not jumping on somehow. Um, but, you know, just drive the team bus down the air the airstrip to the other side you don't even have to take public roads to get there really i know we could just walk there if we had to but uh but it's uh we went over there and uh we had a boys only and uh you know it was tight the first quarter we kind of extended in the second uh pushed out to about 12 i think at half and then um you know they called it back to nine and then we just kind of uh, we controlled the third quarter and, and uh, held them to five in, in the – or excuse me, held, controlled the fourth quarter, held them to five in the fourth, and, and just, you know, we came out with a 20-point win. And you know, I told them anytime you get a 20-point win on the road or any kind of win on the road in Division II, uh, we'll take it and go. So I thought we played uh, well. You know, maybe we may not have finished uh, every time around the rim like I liked, but 
I, I thought our I thought our guards played well. They executed what we wanted to try and do and how we wanted to attack. And our bigs, uh, you know, took advantage of them uh, in their zone. And I th- I thought I thought we played pretty well overall. Honestly, I thought we played really well defensively. Is that one of the things that you see with the with the games and rescheduling and not being able to play for long stretches and, and consistency? It's it's hard to build consistency and build from one game to the next to the next it's hard to build consistency in a normal year um getting you know getting teenagers to all go row the boat in the same way um you know i know people write books on it and stuff and they got all the answers but i have yet to see one can do it all the time i I know all coaches feel that way it's it's a you just don't know what they're thinking. You don't know if they broke up with their girlfriend. You don't know if they're mad at this. You don't know if they're mad at each other. You don't know. I mean, you just don't know. Something posts on Instagram. It's just, I mean, they're just kids. I mean, that's 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 the good and the bad. They're kids. I mean, you got a chance to help influence them and be a part of their lives. And and at the same time, um, they can be they can be crazy sometimes. And then you expect them to go out there and play together and execute in a game that's nonstop, free flowing. <laughs> it can be nuts. And so. You know, I, I, the the greatest advice I ever got in going into coaching that I did not take and I regret is Coach Meyer at Lipscomb, when we were there, told uh, all of us that were into education, he said, you know, what's, you know he'd always ask, what's your major? Uh, history and government. What are you doing that for? If you're going to be a coach, your minor's at least got to be psychology. And and he's right. I mean, I mean, trying to figure out what everybody's thinking on each day is – I mean, that's part of the fun of it and part of the pull your hair out. And you can tell, I, you know, you know, I don't have much hair. So, um, but that, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just kids. Everybody, everybody has kids knows what I'm talking about. You never know what they're thinking, but, uh, but when they get it all together and they put, you know, they finally pull together and go the right way, it's, it's so much fun. And you, you know, in those moments when you want to pull your hair out that they'll get there eventually. And those are the moments that you remember more honestly than the pulling the hair out. Yeah, uh, and and those moments when you know that that one or two that it didn't click until it clicked, you know, and then then when it does, that those pretty special it, moments too. And we and we had that the other night, and that's why you know I said I'm, I'm happy. No, they always joke. No coach is ever happy with any game. There's always something they can find wrong. Uh, but I was happy the other night because you know. We've met with our kids, and we talked about some things we wanted to correct, and they went out and corrected it. And then they played well doing it together. They pulled together, and they did the things we asked them to do the way we wanted it done, and, and they pulled for each other, and they played for each other. And that, that's all we asked for. And and that makes you go home and sleep well. That doesn't keep you up at night. That that makes you feel good about what you're doing and that they're starting to get it. And of course they'll come in today, and they may not get it, and they'll be kind of crazy. But it's you know it's just part of it. But but that, that's that's the kind of moment you look for and you want, and and you want them to kind of get that aha moment. And you know we've had those, and and coaches, I know a bunch of coaches have them. Um, and 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 that's you always want them earlier than later. But you know as long as they get it, that's the whole part. That's the whole point of what we're doing here, honestly, is to teach kids. And and you know that's that's our fun part for coaches, honestly. Yeah. Um, so kind of talk to us about what's coming up here during the next couple of weeks, Christmas, New Year's, and um, kind of what the plan is, at least uh, at this point. Well, the plan is right now uh, that, you know, the basketball tournament is going to go on in our place on Saturday 
So I think we play natural Christian boys and our girls play friendship. That's who it is. And I'm not clear on the times, but um, so we got those coming up. We're going to take Christmas break and go see our families and enjoy the time with them. And then we have a game with, at friendship on the 29th uh, that we have scheduled. Uh, and then, you know, you're getting me real far out and we'll, this is where you kind of get leery of what's what's around the corner. But, you know, then we get back into district playoffs and we hit January 2nd with Grace Franklin and we're going. You know, it's in, it's a district schedule and you're, you're slam-packed with three games a week and, you know, a race to the to the tournament, hopefully. Right. And, um, you know, getting in those district games are, are going to be – it's going to be critical. So is there a, a district plan? I mean, what do you do if – you know, with contact tracing and that kind of thing, how 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 is the district going to handle that? Well, what we've said is we're going to we're going to treat kind of like you know, uh, basically, if you can reschedule, you reschedule. Uh, and then if there's problems, you know, we we'll get the administrator, the ADs together, we'll work it out. Uh, you know, if you got to cancel non, you know, if somebody has one after at that point in January, if somebody's got to cancel a non uh, district game, you cancel it. Um, and and then. You know, we get in what we can get in. And, you know, I, I think it's um, – I don't know what – I don't know. I think it's naive a little bit right now in the situation we're in to think that we're everybody's going to get all of those games in. Uh, we already have two that – still got two that i got to set up with coaches, um, you know, when we're going to play. I think, you know, Coach Hodges has, has a game she's still got to reschedule. Uh, and after Christmas, like I said, it's, it's, it's kind of three games a week. So, you know, how many weeks can you go four games? You know, I mean, it gets into a point where you just don't have dates anymore, and then what are we going to do? We're going to bounce back, uh, the, you know, a week or so, or what's going to happen? And you know, um, so it's just I I don't know. Yeah. You know, there's a there's talk that we may go to as long as you get one game in with a district opponent, but you know that's going to lead to the argument of who gets the the one game, the home or the away. What if we played two? You know, there's all kinds of things, and and. You know, we held a meeting the other day with tennis coaches, and I just basically told them, you guys got to get to the end of the year, and you got to understand that it's not going to be perfect. And we got to sit in a room as adults and not have gamesmanship and all that kind of stuff and setting our team up for the best advantage and understand we're just trying to get kids into a tournament and let them play a game. And if we all act like adults and do the right thing for the children, then we're going to be okay. And it, it may push us from a two-seed to a three-seed or whatever it may be, but as long as we can do that um, – you know, that, that's what we got to do. You know, our middle school basketball team, I went to the meeting for our coaches, and they sat in a room, and it was the exact same situation. Well, we got five wins, we got four wins, we got this, we only played two, and we just sat there and talked it out and figured out what was the best thing for everybody, and everybody agreed. It's not perfect, but this is what it is. Let's go play games. And that's what we got to do. I, I think it's going to end up in that situation, unfortunately. I hope it doesn't, I hope we play every game. And uh, then we can go in the room like we normally do and, and, you know, look at the records and say, here's what it is. It's easy. So, but. well, you got to also think that, you know, there, there will probably be some more cancellations or, you know, quarantines yeah. and things like that. And so when you're already playing three games a week and, and you lose a week and a half, you know, that, that complicates things even further. So it just, I mean, there's a point where you got to look at it where you're, I mean, we we played four and five days. That's uh, that happens, you know. But I can't tell you how many I've done, how many years I've done that. There ain't very many. And so let's say you got four and five days. What are we gonna do? Do them for three weeks? If you get a team quarantine for fourteen, ten or fourteen days, whatever it is now, if you if that happens, you could lose up to five to six games. Mm-hmm. 
So how are you going to replace five to six games in that short amount of time? That's the that's the challenge we're going to have. Now, hopefully, like I said, everybody's clear. We all play the games. We're good. But if that happens, that's that's going to be the challenges presented of where you put them and how do you do it? Because I mean, there's a point where you can't go four weeks of four to five games and ask kids and family. You just can't do it. Yeah. And and so I don't know how that's going to shake out. But we're hey, we're just going to play the next one in front of us and be happy about it. And be thankful for it, and, and we'll deal with tomorrow's problems tomorrow. Well, we've got uh, just a couple of minutes. I, I did want to make sure we talked about the uh, Rudolph's Revenge. That sounds like it's a, a scary thing, but it's really not. Uh, you've got a, uh, the golf team presenting a, a scramble here. I want to tell us a little bit about it. Oh, yeah. Now, hey, this is some good news. Now, the, the this is a two-man scramble on New Year's Eve in the morning. Uh, I think it's at 9 o'clock in the morning. We're going to do it at Cedar Crest. Our golf team presents it. We, we started this last year, um, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's 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 called a – and I don't play golf, Brian, so I'm, I may muddle through this, but it's called a superintendent's revenge. Like they'll park a tractor in front of a hole. There's a plinko hole where you got to hit through all these golf balls that have been nailed to the ground. I mean, there's all kinds of challenges. Like you got to hit one – tee off on one with left-handed. So, I mean, there's all kinds of craziness. It's just a fun – we go out there, you know, have some food, some fun, and 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 you know, I don't, I don't know, I, what I've been told by uh, Dr. Sane and the golf team is that COVID doesn't exist at the golf course, so you can come out there and have a good time and don't have to worry about catching anything. But it's a, uh, you know, we we've got about ten teams right now, and we, and we know some more will sign up. But uh, uh, that's that's something fun to get out of the house on New Year's Eve, right before the bowl games and everything's, you know, all those things get kicked in. And, uh, you can bring in the new year, but come out and uh, have some fun. And it may be snowing or something crazy. It'll be fun. Yeah. So that's all. That's all part of the um, atmosphere of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You can go. You can go to our website at mtcsports.com and uh, click on the link there on the front on the front page and and get you signed up and uh, come out and have fun with. Us. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. And uh, registration, by the way. Uh, goes through Monday the 28th, so uh, be sure to get that taken care of out there and enjoy that uh, if you're into golf. I mean, even if you're not, I mean, this sounds like something I could probably have fun with. <laughs> so, Absolutely. There you go. Well, Jason, I uh, appreciate you spending some time with us here today. Um, I hope the entire MTCS family has a wonderful Christmas, and uh, let's get into 2021 and uh, hope this vaccine gets out there and things get better as we we get on through here i do too I, you know I, hey merry christmas to you uh and you guys uh there and you know I, I we don't say it enough we appreciate all the hard work you guys do and and then all the time you spend to to highlight you know our county and the teams and, and the schools and, and the and the coaches and the and the players more importantly and and, and we just appreciate that it's not like that uh, i've been several places and it's it's it, they may try, but it's not anything like what we got going on here in Murfreesboro. And we're 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 very appreciative, and we may not say it enough, but we thank you guys for all you do, and hope you have a merry Christmas. Appreciate that very much. And uh, Jason, we will see you in 2021. Sounds good to me. Jason Piercy joining us here on MTCS Cougar Corner, and that's going to wrap up our coaches' conversation here this morning. Want to thank all of the coaches. Thanks to uh, Monty Hill Jr. as well as Clark Blair and uh, producer Dalton Barrett here today. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. 
We will see you back here in 2021, taking a couple of weeks off here for Christmas and the New Year break. And uh, we'll be back at it here in 2021 with more Coaches Conversation here from WGNS. I'm Brian Barrett. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, a very Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year from your friends at Primetime Sports.